friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking through the quick and dirty guide to Etsy SEO. SEO is made up of several factors that go into how you rank in the Etsy search. There isn't one specific piece of it that is the be all end all that's gonna make you rank number one and have your sales just go viral and take off. It's made of this sort of holistic view of all these different pieces that come together and help your items to get seen by the search engine. The first piece of that for your Etsy SEO is your title. Your title is obviously important because it's the very first piece of what a buyer sees beyond just the picture when they're looking at the search results and they're starting to shop for something on Etsy. It's also sort of the starting point of where your SEO begins in terms of the search engine looking at your product and ranking you in the results compared to your competition or your peers. So in terms of structuring your title, you really want to look at it as a mixture of broader and then also more specific terms. You don't want to have all of these really, really super specific industry terms like a certain phrase that's written on your item or a certain word that people use that make items like yours, but maybe the buyer wouldn't necessarily know that word or the shopper wouldn't really be searching for that on a broader scale. It's sort of like an expert term. But then you also don't wanna have all super general terms like birthday gift or living room decoration because it doesn't really explain what the product physically is and chances are people are not going to go to the search engine on Etsy for a birthday gift and then just search for birthday gift. They probably have some sort of idea in mind of what they're looking for or what they want to buy as that birthday gift, at least some way of narrowing it down. So you want to be thinking about the specifics of your item and then also the more general terminology and then to combine those into phrases that your buyer would actually be searching for. You always want to be thinking like your buyer as you are writing out your titles. So think about how they would be looking for something or how they would be shopping for something or even how you personally start to shop when you're shopping for a particular item. The next major part that goes into your SEO is your tags. And your tags are sort of an extension of your title in a way. Your tags should match your title exactly. So you don't want to use the tag space to be expanding way beyond the words or the phrases that you've used in the title, at least until you've used up all the terms that you've used in your title first. A lot of times what I see is that sellers will have a title that's written and they have all these phrases within the title and they're describing everything in there and then their tags are written and they're using completely different words and completely different phrases in their tags and their thought process is that they're going to be able to expand to other search terms or to utilize different search terms to describe their product by having them be different. But 
That is not SEO best practices. The best practice is for your title and your tags to match. That's been tested over and over and over again, and it always comes out ahead to have them match exactly. It doubles down for the Etsy search system in terms of understanding that these phrases are really what describes this product. And it helps the Etsy search system to know that these people that would be searching for these products or for these phrases would be interested in the products that you're offering. One of the challenges with tags is that they do have a 20 character limit. So that can be kind of challenging if you're using longer phrases in your title. Let's say you have three or four word phrases in your title and you're trying to match those to your tags. So you do have to work within that 20 character limit to make sure it's going to fit as a tag. Otherwise you can't use it and Etsy will give you a little error message. The next thing I wanna talk about is your shop sections. Etsy allows you to divide your shop into different sections so that buyers can click on the section itself for easier shopping. Not only does this help your buyer to navigate within your shop and to look at other products that you might have that they might be interested in that maybe are similar to what they were first looking at, but a different color or a different font or a different material or a different size or whatever, but the shop sections also help your SEO. Because the shop sections play a part in your SEO, you wanna make sure that you are utilizing them in the best way possible for your buyer to find your products and your listings. So you don't wanna have your shop sections have cutesy names or weirdly spaced titles or things that are trying to be unique and creative, but actually kind of just make it harder for your buyer to find your shop. A lot of times I will see people who are trying to create collections of items and they will use the shop sections for their different collection names that they've given to their collections. So they'll have a shop section that will say the Emma collection or the Lily collection. And while I understand logically what people are trying to do there, and that is a popular way of doing things at larger stores or with bigger brands, like if you go to Pottery Barn, they're gonna have you know the Brooklyn bedding collection. And if you go to a jewelry store, a lot of times they will have collections that all kind of match each other. But in terms of getting found in the Etsy search engine, you want to make it as simple and intuitive for the buyer to find as possible. Nobody is going to go on the Etsy search system and be searching for the Emma collection. People are not going to know what that is because they're not gonna be familiar enough with your store to know that that's what you call it. So people are gonna be searching for whatever is contained within the Emma collection. If you make jewelry and the Emma collection is all rose gold long necklaces, then your section could be something along the lines of rose gold necklaces or rose gold jewelry. Another thing that I see with people sometimes is that they'll space things weirdly or they'll add weird dashes in with their shop section. They are trying to make their shop look a little different or a little unique by maybe spacing out the title, like having one space in between every single letter so that it spaces it out. I guess maybe they think that it draws attention to the shop section or it just gives their shop a different vibe by doing that. But again, we're not using these pieces of your shop to add uniqueness to your shop. There should be other ways that you're adding uniqueness that don't detract from your SEO. And you can create your own vibe in your shop 
without detracting from the ability of the search engine to find you by adding in weird things that it can't search. So in terms of these written out parts like your shop sections, they should just be simple and straight to the point without any kind of funkiness going on that makes the search engine have trouble reading it. Next up, I wanna talk about quality score. The quality score of your listing is something that's a little bit more vague or a little more intangible in terms of how Etsy ranks things and how they're really implementing the quality score of your listing. It's also something that a lot of sellers don't really know a lot about or they're unaware that the quality score even exists to begin with. The quality score is made up of a variety of other sort of secondary pieces of your listing in your shop that make up or give Etsy an idea of the way that a buyer or potential buyer is interacting with your listings and with your shop as a whole. Basically, Etsy wants to know that when someone is searching for these certain specific terms and they come across your listing with those terms, they ultimately end up making the purchase and they are drawn enough to your product that they decide to check out. It's sort of a feedback loop that helps the search to know that if they continue to put this item in front of buyers, those buyers are gonna continue to make purchases and decide to actually buy rather than just clicking and window shopping or clicking away completely and maybe leaving Etsy. We always want to keep in mind that Etsy is a business as well as our own shops being a business. And Etsy wants to increase their overall revenue, which requires the buyers to actually buy things and to continue to be a fan of the platform so that Etsy can get those fees. Hey everyone, I wanna take a quick second to invite you to download my free SEO checklist if you want a step-by-step of things to think through as you are writing the SEO for your listings. If you'd like a copy of that free download, head to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist. That's the eight steps to Etsy SEO that actually works. laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist. If people are just looking at your shop, but they're never really buying anything and you're getting a lot of traffic, but nobody is deciding to purchase, it's telling the Etsy system that people aren't really very interested in your products. And you're not doing a good job of converting those window shoppers or potential buyers into actual buyers. There is some sort of breakdown or missing link in your listing or your shop that's making people not want to make that decision to check out and buy. Now, before anybody gets offended by that, I want you to think through the different ways that this could potentially happen for your shop or the different ways that you might be inadvertently driving traffic that's not really interested in your product to your shop. For example, I see all the time in Facebook groups and random forums and whatever that people will post the link to their shop and then they will ask people to do a like for like or a follow for follow or a favorite for favorite or whatever they wanna call it. Basically, they're wanting to increase these vanity numbers by having more traffic, but that traffic is not really interested in buying the product. So participating in these follower like trains can actually be detrimental to your shop because it's detracting from the quality score of your shop. It's showing the Etsy system that while you have this big spike in traffic or this influx of views and visits that's coming in, nobody really wants to buy anything. So even if they put your listing in front of hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people, nobody really likes your products or nobody's really interested in what you're selling and you're not doing a good job of converting them. 
That doesn't have anything to do with your shop or your products. It has to do with just having a bad way of driving traffic to begin with. Because those buyers that are coming in through favorites for favorites or likes for likes or whatever were never really interested to begin with. They were just spiking your traffic unnecessarily, but they weren't intending to buy. Lastly, in terms of your SEO, I want to talk about free shipping. Basically, what it entails is that there is a slight boost in your search rankings if you participate in the free shipping guarantee for U.S. buyers. This is regardless of whether you yourself and your shop are located in the U.S. or out of the U.S. However, regardless of where you are located, you do not need to be offering free shipping to buyers outside of the U.S. So it's sort of centered on U.S. buyers, a U.S. centric thing. If you're located outside of the U.S., then charging for shipping to any other country, including your own country, is fine. You just need to be participating in the free shipping guarantee to U.S. buyers. If you are located inside of the U.S., then the same is true. Participating in the free shipping guarantee for U.S. buyers is going to bump up your SEO and your search results. However, international shipping outside of the U.S. is still fine to charge for, and it does not hurt your rankings if you charge for international shipping. Etsy free shipping guarantee basically says that either you offer completely free shipping and the buyer is not paying anything for the shipping of the product, or you offer free shipping over $35. Either one of those scenarios is considered participating in the free shipping guarantee. So if you have a cheaper product, let's say you sell $5 hair bows, then you could do the free shipping guarantee over $35, and that way you still are able to collect some shipping money on the cheaper products if people are buying one-offs or they're not buying very many of them. So if they only spend $10 in your shop, they're still gonna pay whatever you've set your shipping to be. There are a lot of feelings that get wrapped up in free shipping that people have and a lot of mental blocks that go into whether or not somebody wants to offer free shipping and how they feel about the idea that you should add free shipping into the price and still recoup that shipping costs. Regardless of how you feel about it or your own feelings about whether or not you agree with that marketing technique or whether it's fair to the buyer, this is what Etsy has told us is a good idea according to the research that they and lots of other marketing agencies have done. And this is what they recommend for your search rankings to rank higher for your listings. While they say it is a slight boost in search rankings, if you go to the search results these days for almost any product you're gonna see, you will see lots and lots and lots of pages that are of products that are offering free shipping because it has been so widely adopted by sellers and it has been such a widespread change that people have gotten on board with, you are at a distinct disadvantage if you don't participate in the free shipping guarantee because in all likelihood, your competition will be participating. And when people have two products side by side that are similar or even the same, they're most likely going to buy the one that has free shipping. So that is the quick and dirty guide to Etsy SEO in a nutshell. There are obviously a lot more pieces that go into SEO and a lot more to learn in terms of how you structure your SEO and how everything gets written out. But those are the main focus points of your SEO and the places that you need to start if you are just now starting to work on your SEO and starting to optimize your listings to get better traction through the Etsy search. 
It is so, so incredibly important, like I cannot even stress it enough, to have your listings optimized for SEO because it is what makes it worth it to pay those Etsy fees that you're paying. If you're going to do all of the marketing of your shop and you're gonna be responsible for driving all of the traffic to your shop through blogging or an email list or social media or whatever, you're not utilizing the power of the Etsy search engine and you might as well have your own website that you're driving traffic to. The Etsy search engine is so incredibly powerful and driving your own traffic and spending your time trying to do that is going to be an uphill battle that you simply don't have to fight if you optimize your SEO. The reason to pay those Etsy fees is so that you can be on this platform that's going to drive that automatic traffic to your shop and you don't have to spin your wheels trying to drive your own traffic or have this complex marketing plan that you have to be working on and thinking about all the time. But you have to know how to harness that traffic in order to get the most bang for your buck and in order to really use that Etsy search engine to benefit your shop. Once again, if you would like a more tangible step-by-step download that you can print out and check off as you work through it on your SEO, head to laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist for my eight-step guide to Etsy SEO that actually works. laurenkeplinger.com forward slash checklist. I will see you back here soon. Bye for now.
I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Bye.